Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. On Tuesday, June 9th edition, the MLB sends the players a 76-game proposal, Kevin Durant not returning this season, Vikings running back Dalvin Cook will hold out for a new contract, and much more. Former baseball player for the Rays, Red Sox, and Dodgers, Carl Crawford was arrested on an assault. According to sources that are close to the situation, Crawford broke into his ex-girlfriend's house, Gabrielle Washington, and slammed her into the wall while choking her. Reported by many, Crawford's ex-girlfriend's one-year-old woke up and distracted Carl enough that Washington could call the police. Gabrielle Washington, Crawford's girlfriend, told the police that, she, that he also held up a gun to her face and demanded to know her current relationship. Crawford was eventually arrested and released on a $50,000 bond from prison. Rusty Harden, Crawford's attorney, did not comment on the situation. It was also reported that Carl had a five-year-old boy and a 25-year-old woman drown last month at his pool, but was unrelated to the crime. Through his attorney, he would never hurt a woman and has no history of doing this before. Eventually, Crawford surrendered, surrendered to the authorities. After the young boy and 25-year-old woman died in the pool last week, Crawford said on Instagram, The tragic events that occurred in my home will be with me forever. I'm at a loss for words. I've struggled all week to manage my emotions, and I keep thinking of the families of those who have passed and their grief. I know that they have it the hardest. They are the first and last thing I think of these days. Please keep them in your prayers. I know they will always be in mind. Crawford hasn't played in the MLB since 2016 after being released by the Dodgers. He's a four-time All-Star and a former Golden Glove Award winner. To most, this comes as no shock. Former MVP and Brooklyn Nets forward Kevin Durant will not be coming back this season. Last year in the 2019 NBA Finals, Durant ruptured his Achilles in Game 5. Despite taking a whole year to recover from an injury, the Nets still signed him to a max contract. They also signed Kyrie Irving, who will not be coming back after recovering from back surgery. During the hiatus of the NBA, there was much speculation that KD could come back in the playoffs. Durant has shut down the answer by responding no multiple times. Durant told Marcus Spears of the Undefeated, My season is over. I don't plan on playing at all. We decided last summer when it first happened that I was just going to wait until the following season. I had no plans of playing at all this season. It's just best for me to wait. I don't think I'm ready to play that type of intensity right now in the next month. It gives me more time to get ready for next season and the rest of my career. If Durant were to come back, betting odds would be in Brooklyn's favor. However, they would have a tough matchup as they would face the Raptors in the first round. The Brooklyn Nets are looking toward the future and are willing to sideline both Durant and Irving. KD will come at full strength next season. The Brooklyn Nets will be favored to possibly win the NBA title in the 2020-2021 season. Currently, Brooklyn is the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference playoff picture with a 30-34 record. 
Seven-time All-Star and member of the San Antonio Spurs, LaMarcus Aldridge is done for the season. The San Antonio Spurs released a statement saying LaMarcus Aldridge had a surgical procedure performed on his right shoulder, which will cause him to miss the remainder of the 2019-20 NBA season. San Antonio Spurs are currently 27-36 and and four games behind the Memphis Grizzlies for the number 8 seed. Before the league shut down, Aldridge had been dealing with shoulder injuries in the month of February. He had missed seven straight games before returning against the Dallas Mavericks on March 10th and scored 24 points in a win. Just as Aldridge was getting back into the groove, the league shut down because of the pandemic. The Spurs will have a very hard time for the playoffs now with their star player being on the bench. On April 24th, Aldridge underwent an arthroscopic subchromial decompression and rotator cuff debridement on his right shoulder. The surgery was successful, according to Dr. Daniel Cooper. After LaMarcus heard the news, he released a statement saying, Disappointed I won't get to finish with my teammates, but excited that I'll be fully ready to get to next season and beyond. The Spurs are trying to make it 23 straight years of making the postseason in the NBA, which would be a record in the league. Currently, the Spurs, Sixers, and Nationals have all made the playoffs 22 straight years. Reported by many, Aldridge will be ready to go for the 2020-2021 training camp. If the Spurs were to miss the playoffs for the first time in 22 years, it would be the first time since 1997 when San Antonio drafted the greatest power forward of all time, Tim Duncan. San Antonio will have an extremely difficult path to the playoffs. With no stars currently on the team except for DeRozan, who is struggling this season, the Spurs will rely heavily on teamwork and chemistry. The NBA returns on July 31st in Orlando, Florida for teams in the league that have a shot to make the playoffs. Former flyweight and bantamweight champion in the UFC and now retired fighter Henry Cejudo would only come back to fight against Alexander Volkanovsky. On Monday, Cejudo made a statement to TMZ Sports there would only be one fight that would really bring me back that would wait, really wake me up in the morning. Other than Ryan Garcia, it would be Alexander Volkanovsky, that overgrown midget. Cejudo's last fight was knocking out Dominic Cruz at the UFC 249 in Jacksonville, Florida last month. Henry is the only fourth fighter in UFC history to hold two belts in two separate divisions simultaneously. Henry Cejudo shocked the fighting world when he announced his retirement after knocking out Cruz in UFC 249. He also told TMZ Sports, I've done everything in MMA. I'm satisfied with my career. I want a third title because I want to be different. There's been a lot of champs, champs, but it's just to cement and go into history books as the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. Cejudo is only 33 years old, and many believe he will be back fighting very soon. Even his trainer stated Cejudo would not retire and would probably return to fighting in the summer of 2020. Henry was also an Olympic gold medalist for wrestling at the 2008 Olympics in Brazil or in Beijing. Since Cejudo's retirement, the UFC has stripped him of his belts. The UFC will give the bantamweight belt to the winner of the Peter Yan versus Jose Aldo fight. Vikings running back Dalvin Cook will not be participating in any team-related activities as he waits for a new contract. He is waiting to receive what he thinks will be a reasonable deal. The former second rounder finds himself in a very similar spot to a lot of the other star running backs, such as Le'Veon Bell, Zeke, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, and David Johnson. All are very important to the success of their team. However, playing in an undervalued position, being running backs, that has not risen to the same price tags as quarterbacks. This is evidenced by the huge contract the Vikings gave quarterback Kirk Cousins. Cousins had one year left in his deal in this offseason extension, paying $150 million for five seasons. 
Cook only has one year left on his rookie contract with $1.3 million. Leverage in negotiations for many running back has been difficult. Cowboys running back Zeke was able to get a 60-year, $90 million contract after holding out last summer, while Chargers running back Melvin Gordon was unable to come to an agreement last summer and moved to Denver on a one-year, on a two-year, $16 million contract. Star running backs Todd Gurley and David Johnson were both released from their teams this offseason. In his three seasons with the Vikings, Cook has 2,100 yards off of 457 yards attempts and 17 touchdowns, despite having his rookie season cut short, battling a torn ACL. He also has 104 receptions for 914 yards and two touchdowns. Former Titans defensive tackle Jarrell Casey was upset with the Titans after trading him to the Broncos. Casey discussed the trade on a podcast hosted by NFL players Devin and Jason McCourty, who was a former teammate of Casey. On the podcast, he said that after nine seasons with the Titans, training with the Broncos was the equivalent of throwing them away like a piece of trash. He went on saying, the part that is so crazy is what you give so much to them, especially when you come up on free agency and have opportunities to go somewhere else, especially the way it was going when we were there 2-14 and and 3-13. and Those were some rough times. When you're a local guy and you feel like things are going in the right direction and you're that centerpiece, you got no choice but to fight it through. My mindset was to stick it out and things would get better. For us to get to that point, to get better and to be the main focus of that, and then you just throw me away to the trash like I wasn't a main block of that? Coming off an injury the year before and playing the whole season for y'all. No complaints, I did everything you wanted me to do and you throw me like a piece of trash. At the end of the day, none of these businesses are loyal. In his time with the Titans, Casey was a five-time Pro Bowler and was a second-team All-Pro in 2013. In 2017, he was given a four-year extension of $60 million. The Titans traded him this offseason for only a seventh-round pick to clear $11 million worth of cap space. Major League Baseball has another proposal on Monday to the Players Association. It includes 76 games, 75% prorated scale. The season will end on September 27th, and no team would have to give up a draft pick after signing a free agent. ESPN broadcaster Carl Ravage reported the proposed plan first. If the Players Association declined the offer on Wednesday, there are multiple reports that say the MLB will force a 48-50 to 50 game schedule. Rob Manford and the rest of the league wants to end the regular season as soon as possible in fear of the second wave of the coronavirus. Both sides to be at an impasse, and every time the league or players propose a plan, it gets denied. A week ago, the Players Association counteroffered the MLB 82-game schedule and proposed 114 games and expanded playoffs from 10 to 14 teams with guaranteed salaries in case of the season getting canceled because of COVID-19. The MLB declined the plan and said they would not counteroffer. The owners of the league are stressing to the players that fans might not be a part of the 2020 campaign at all. However, the MLB could make most of that back by playing the postseason, which they could make up to $1 billion in TV revenue. Many believe that Major League Baseball's proposal plan is a worse idea than the original 82-game schedule sent by the league. Evan Drillrich of The Athletic tweeted on Monday, The MLBPA regards today offer from MLB to be the worst than the league's last because it shifts greater emphasis on risk sharing and the pro-rated emphasis on risk sharing it in the postseason. Players would receive 50% pro-rated if there is no postseason. Just passing by the reported saying, the league wants an answer from the Players Association by Wednesday. And if players say no, we can force a 48-50 to 50 game schedule that would begin in late July or early August. 
The biggest concern for the players is health and safety. Many players in the league believe that owners are not trying to protect them enough and are underselling them. Once the season gets going, players will need to have at least half a month of spring training before the start of the 2020 campaign. Major League Baseball originally scheduled the season to start on March 26th, but had to postpone opening day. Since March 12th, the league and players have been on two different sides since the pandemic. There could be trouble for the next time the CBA comes up at the end of the 2021 season. The MLB needs to have a season because if they don't, they might never recover from this.